This is Mr. Wonderful from the Mr. Wonderful Show podcast, which you can check out every Thursday. Brand new episodes on the Secret League of Podcasters. Secretpodcasters.com. Just click on the link and you can listen to the show. We talk sports. We talk movies. We talk music. We talk pop culture. We talk about life and everything and anything to discuss. It's a show about nothing for nothing for nobody. Check it out. Secretpodcasters.com, Facebook.com slash Wonderful Show, the Mr. Wonderful Show podcast, and coming to an iTunes near you. Movie show with your host, digital media icon Zach Hilton, and your co host Kid Brook and Mr. Podcast. Welcome to Zach's Movie Show. I am Zachary Hilton with the formerly artist Moaf, with the Hiltonness of all Hiltonness, Brooke. Heck yeah. Yeah, welcome to the show. You can uh, listen to all our episodes on secretpodcasters.com. We are the Secret League of Podcasters. On Monday, you can listen to uh, your wrestling show. Tuesday, of course, us, great Zach's movie show. You can listen to Matt and Nate have issues on Wednesday. You can listen to Mr. Wonderful Show on Thursday. On Friday, a bonus episode of YWS. And on Saturday, Saturday, Secret Slop Showdown, stupendously spectacular. I don't know if that's the name, but some somewhere along that line. Yeah, just go on Saturdays. There's crazy things like Guy Russellman yeah. in the future. Uh, uh, Sean Hood from YWS has a horror anthology show kind of thing going on. Uh, I mean, why not? Yeah, why not? And then yeah. uh, he is uh, the voice. That's right. He is the voice. And then uh, Night with the Hiltons may be starting soon on that. But night. What? <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so go there. Uh, if you've seen a movie, if you want to review it, leave it with us at uh, at gmail.com or call in, leave a message, 757-943-9925. Yeah. Which is also 757-943-ZACK. Oh. With two Z's. Yeah. Two <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we have a Facebook, uh, backslash sex movie show, and we're pretty awesome. Hi, right, boys and girls. Let's just go ahead and get into the world of news. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Cannonball! All right, all right, all right. Let me just go ahead and say I liked Mad Max. Everybody knows this. Mm -hmm. I liked the Mad Max movie. You did. Um, But I'm very interested to learn about this. This headline right here. George Miller made demands for Mad Max Fury Road's Blu-ray release to be like alternate versions. You can watch the movie. One version, black and white. Ooh. That's kind of sexy. I'll do that. That'd be interesting. mm -hmm. And then another, just the music. Oh. Yeah. 
So, I really want to hear what the flamethrower guitar bass guy is Right? Doing. You know that's all real, right? Yeah. I, I mean, all real. Yeah, so uh, per an interview, Miller reportedly demanded, demanded a black and white option for the film's upcoming Blu-ray release. Miller also wants viewers to have the ability to watch the film with nothing but the isolated score. An isolated score viewing option used to be more prevalent in the heyday of DVD, but it has not been included as often as late. So, what are your feelings about giving the option to watch this as an old school film? I say why not? I mean, when you look at some of the special features and bonus stuff that we're getting, mm-hmm. a lot of it's like the same stuff in like three different ways. It really is. You know, like give me some different options. Yeah. So I'll, like I like this. I'll even know? give you this. It's really weird. All of Marvel's like DVD Blu-ray releases for their movies were really awesome back in the day. Yeah. And then I feel like ever since Phase Two. Crap. We'll we'll give them a making of and interview with the director and commentary. Yeah, and nothing really crazy. Like, they've gone less and less each time. Like, if you watch Captain America Winter Soldier and you watch Guardians, Mm -hmm. same kind of special features with the same running link. Mm -hmm. Like, it's only like 30. Like, where's where's my music video? I think. Where's, you know, uh, something else that's cool? I think I think all that's going to be uh, for the Marvel movies. I think that's going to be a part of that box set. Yeah, like, submitted artwork to gallery slideshow. Right, you know, something. Right, something really cool. So it's really neat that the special feature will be treated with some awesomeness. Legitimately how, a special feature. Exactly. And that's how I feel, too, is like, you know, back in the day, we used to get a lot of special features. And, th- and that's on DVD. Blu-ray has the ability to pack in so much more. Oh, yeah. And I feel like they're not using it. Right. So, so you giving me this is kind of cool. Like, it's not even a special feature, but I thought it was cool when uh, the Sam Raimi box set of Spider-Man's came out. Yeah. Uh, like, not... Not, not a lot of special features, especially the ones from the DVD. And I was mm-hmm. like, you took them out. But the one cool thing is you can watch either the Spider-Man 2 or the Spider-Man 2.1 that came out like two years later on Blu-ray. D- I mean, DVD, which uh-huh. just has more scenes in it. Oh, okay. So, you know, I think, I think we cut, need yeah. more of these. I, I definitely think. You like that? I do. I mean, I like the option of being able to watch it that way. I think that... The reason so many people love this movie is because it was based on the fact that the, the the picture itself, like the the look, everything was so fantastic. Right. Um, that why not give it just that? That's the focus, right? You know, with it being with either just music or in black and white. Yeah. I think it'd be very interesting to watch it in black and white. I think so too. I would like to watch it again in black and white. Um, You can go on YouTube right now to watch the trailer in black and white like they released that. So that's pretty cool. Our next bit of news. um, Back in the day uh, in the 80s, a It miniseries was out. It was Stephen King's It. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Tim Curry played the clown. Mm -hmm. Uh, A lot of of good actors in this miniseries. Well, New Line Cinema was remaking it. Um, Like like a new movie or just like a a, movie? Not a miniseries. Not like a remaster. Right, no. It was was actually going to be a two-parter. Uh-huh. So they were going to stuff everything in one movie, which is yeah. good. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could give me a four-hour movie, like two, two, cool. Yeah. Um, but uh, just recently, the director 
who I can't really, I'm not going to be able to say his name. I'm just letting okay. you know. But uh, it's a her, I think, too, by the way. My bad. Steve Zissou. Yeah, close. It's uh, <laughs> Carrie Fukanaga. Sure. Yep. Yeesh. Fukanaga. And maybe she I did say right. Um, but oh, no. she uh, directed True Detective and stuff oh, like okay. that. But recently she dropped out uh, due to budget issues. And Stephen King went to Twitter saying the remake of it may be dead or undead, but we'll always have Tim Curry. He's floating down in the sewers. So they just post a picture or something. It should it should be True Gary. Gary. Yeah, Drew Carey (laughs) wasn't it. If you didn't know, he was sitting behind a desk as a clown. The highest number. It was who's lying. It's who's it is. Anyways, Um, bad joke. Uh, (laughs) But this is sad because I was looking forward to it. The kid from We Are the Millers was. About to oh, be the clown. The no regrets. I was like, kid. Uh, yeah, and I was like, that would have been a good one. Like, sure. he, he kind of looks like Tim Curry, so I would have been down with that. Um, I like horror movies, as you know. Yeah, uh, you're a horror on, guy. We'll get to a remake because I do have a review. Okay. Um, but I was looking forward to this. Have you ever heard of the movie yet? Stephen King's it. Like, really? That's the clown from the movie. Oh, good God, no. Yeah, no, pretty scary. Pretty scary stuff. No. No, but the movie was about uh, some f- kids, mm-hmm. uh, friends that, like, this evil clown kept messing with them and, like, Yeesh. killed one of their friends. Oh, I my think God. One or two. So, um, no, they all thank got you. together trying to find them and stuff like that. Like, I think the, I think the movie would have been pretty cool, especially if a two-parter, you start with kids in the first one, the second movie's all adults of yeah. them. Like, that would have been neat. Mm-hmm. Um, did you see it when you were a kid? I don't think so. Like, I remember, I've probably seen clips. Right. But then again, I could also be confusing with Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Uh, that's a good one, too. Right. Oh, God, yeah. Cotton candy. Yeah. Body yeah. bags. But I probably a little low. bit of column A, a little column B. Yeah, that know. was bad. <laughs> um, like, I really, like I said, I liked the miniseries because, you yeah. know, it was like a five-night event. Well, that was uh-huh. used to be Stephen King's thing, though, yeah. too, because, I mean, he did it, he did the stand and all this. Yeah. He writes... Long books. Yes, he does. Yeah. Yes, he does. But you know, hopefully this thing will catch back up. Yeah. Um, and because I know everybody's still kind of waiting for a Dark Tower. I think series. that's happening. I think yeah. that's. Ha- I you know what? I bet if that movie does well, this will get picked up yeah. because Stephen King will be a hot commodity again. Yeah. All his It'll be like the eighty. Well. Maybe we'll get a Cujo remake that we've been waiting for. Have we been waiting? <laughs> I don't know, but from the somebody's been waiting. <laughs> somebody's oh somebody's waiting for a Cujo remake. You know? <laughs> All right, guys. Well, it's that time of the day again where uh, my two uh, compadres right here are about to go face-to-face yeah. in a box office showdown. No. Yes. Oh, my God. All right. I'm going to give you the top five movies of the week. Paul Bar 2 not on it this week. No, thank Christ. But it's over at uh, the cafe. Is it? Yeah. Oh, oh. it's coming. If it was at cafe and Hot Pursuit was there, we'd be getting well, drunk. Maybe another week, it. another week or two. Probably we'll show. <laughs> so, let's see Hot Pursuit, which is really cool because like Hot Pursuit's number six and Paul Blart's number nine. So, yeah. uh, cross fingers. Yeah. All right. I'm going to give you the top five movies in no particular order, and you tell me what order they really landed yeah. in the box office. Okay. Mad Max. Mm-hmm. Poltergeist. Yeah. Pitch Perfect 2. Mm-hmm. Avengers. Yeah. Tomorrowland. Uh-huh. All right. So those, this is a tough class. It's a tough class. This is going, to be, uh, this is going to be some uh, fun here. So, uh, yeah. Mr. Podcast, where are you starting? One to five or five to one? I don't even know. <laughs> 
Doesn't know what he wants to do. All right. Oh, wait a second. Mm-hmm. Wait a second. Mm-hmm. I only gave you four. Right? I'm going to need a write down, kid. I yeah, only, wait. Oh, okay. No, no, no. no my, my, my. I, was, <laughs> I was looking at something wrong. Oh, well, one sorry. of them finished twice? Wait a second. <laughs> what is going on? What is happening with this list? I don't know. Two, three, four, five. Okay, it's five. Mm-hmm. Somebody must have messed up with the numbers. Mm hmm. That's weird. Right. That's yeah, great. I was going to say, I have five written down. All right. Mad Max, Poltergeist, Guys. Tomorrowland, Avengers, and... Pitch Perfect. Pitch Perfect. Okay, right. so five. Okay, good. Good, 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 good. All right. All right. All right. Um, Are you starting one to five? I think so. Okay, number one. All right. I will... <sighs> number one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Number one. Uh, what's Tomorrowland rated? PG or PG-13? Yeah, PG. PG? Just PG. Number one. That's going to have the biggest reach. Number one. Let's put Tomorrowland at number one. Number one, Tomorrowland. Number two. Uh, let's go Mad Max. Number three. Uh, let's go Poltergeist. Number four. Pitch Perfect 2 and then 5 Avengers. Okay. Sure. Bro. That sounds good, right? Yeah, I like it. Okay. That's nice. Okay. Um, number 5? Are you starting 5 to 1 or 1 to 5? I'll start with number 5 being Avengers. Number 5, Avengers. Number 4. 4. I'm between Mad Max or Poltergeist. I'll say, um, when did Mad Max come out? Two weeks ago. Oh, last week. Last week. And Poltergeist is this week? This week, yeah. Okay, so I'll put Mad Max at four then. Mm-hmm. Number three. Poltergeist. Number two. Pitch Perfect 2. Number one. Tomorrowland. All right. Uh, number five, Avengers. Uh-huh. Yeah. Number four, Poltergeist. Fuck. Is that what I put? Oh, crud. <laughs> crud. Number three, Mad Max. Yeah, you kid can't swear. <laughs> number Hi. two, Pitch Perfect 2. Oh, okay. Number one, Tomorrowland. So you oh. both were all wrong, but... Or you had some right, but yeah, some right. I just number switched one, three and right. four. Yeah. Nah, so we yeah. got number one and number five. <laughs> yes, I right. got number two right. I had pitch perfect. Okay. As number what was two. number three? Mad Max. Mad Max. That's okay. where you had. I had switch. two and three. Yeah. All right, number one. How much did tomorrow land make on the three day? I'm not counting four day because they yeah. can count today mm-hmm. as a weekend day. So. Do you have numbers Which for today or whatever? Yeah, there see. are numbers today. Uh-huh. Okay. Do they have I'll a four day weekend? Fine, four day weekend. Go. Give me the four-day weekend. How much did Tomorrowland make on the four-dayer? How much? Thirty thousand. Thousand? That's not what I meant. That's not what I meant. That's not what I meant. However, however, this leaves me in a predicament where all I have to do is overshoot it. Yeah. Or I could just say a million and win. (laughs) Thirty million. Thirty million for the book. Four days. Number Four one movie. I'm gonna go because I think it was pretty uh, even between. I think the Pitch Perfect two and Tomorrowland mm-hmm. split up. I'm gonna go sixty five for right. four day total. Well, you went over. She's uh, under yeah. forty one million. Really? Oh. That's how much you made, which is below expectations. Yeah. Disney was expecting uh, fifty. Yeah. So I mean, cool, not cool. Uh, 
It is what it is, basically. I was really under with 30000 Yeah, I know. You would have still won. <laughs> I would have still you won. You really should have uh-huh. won with that $1 million. She should have won with a dollar yeah. and would have won. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that's cool. Well, when we get back, we're going to have a quick little subject, and then we're going to do some movie reviews. Yeah. So hang on to your butts. I want some butts. <laughs> now, look. I know, I've sold you some stuff. Maybe this is stuff you don't want, but it's fine. Because my hand got, my hand got, I swear to God, this is the best show that I've ever listened to. It's matinee heavy issues. I sell it to you, it'll come to your door. It's every Wednesday, it's at secretpodcast.com. You don't even have to pay anything for it. I swear to God, my hand got, you don't have to pay a single dollar. You can have the show, you can come in every Wednesday, secretpodcast.com, matinee heavy issues. Go and listen to it. My hand got, I'm not selling you puppies. It's exactly what you need. It's gonna brighten up your day. It's gonna be great. I gotta get out of here. Cops are saying there's something I didn't do. I slept with another guy's wife. It's not my problem. What? Oh, that's probably him. Look, I'm gonna go out the window. You just if, if you get through that door, you tell him. Go to Matt and Nate. I have issues. His secretpodcasters.com. His Leon. I gotta go. Oh I don't know what it is. I just okay. Secretpodcasters.com. I'm Matt and Nate. I have issues. I go every Wednesday. How does it? I'm not here. Hey Sherwin, how do you feel about your wrestling show? You hate us. I mean, but I thought I thought you liked us. I thought you thought Chris was. What, what do you think of, of Zach? I, I mean, he's on he's on our show. Zach Hilton, former wrestler and media entertainer, all around. Uh, he's, we also have Mister Wonderful. <laughs> and then, of course, as always, Justin and myself. Can I have a day off? I don't even get that. We we don't get days off. We do this show all the time for you folks. We get. I mean, don't cry. Don't cry because not only do we do an episode every Monday, we also have bonus episodes coming to you every Friday. Oh, woe is me. No, no, woe is me. They're easy to find at secretpodcasters.com, Secret League of Podcasters. Oh, why am I with them? Come on, man. Are you saying you're not getting excited for your wrestling show right now? I'm the best. <laughs> and if that's not enough, secretpodcasters.com, you can also find the Mr. Wonderful Show, Zach's Movie Show, Matt and Nate Have Issues, and again, our bonus episodes on Fridays. How does that make you feel? I hate you. Oh, come on. Sherwin, are we going to win you over? Welcome back to Zach's Movie Show. I hope you like those commercials from our uh, fellow podcasters. Yeah. All right. Uh, before we get into reviews, I want to talk to you guys about a little something. Sure. something. And I've noticed that. To me or to the listeners? Well, I'm going to talk to you, <laughs> but they're going to open their ears oh, okay, okay. and, and not their mouths. All right. Yes. So. I mean, they can. We won't hear them. This is true. Yeah. Um, so I'm watching Netflix lately, yeah. and I've noticed a lot of great TV. You know what I mean? There's well, like, House of Cards. Oh, like there's Netflix shows. Originals. Yeah, yeah. Okay. When. When do you think, and do you think it'll be as big? Because when you talk about the Netflix series, uh-huh. like Daredevil or House okay. of Cards, like those things can compete with any TV show. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, you they have. I mean, I mean like, we've seen that with, uh, at, um, what is it, the Golden Globes? Yes. Just TV and movies? Yeah, 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 yeah. And we saw how, Netflix like, you know, the- Netflix and, and Amazon all mm-hmm. doing very well. Exactly. Do you think we're going to see a time where the movies are just as big as the movies in theater? Because there have been, t- there's been oh, conversations. Like to- well, for instance, soon, if I'm right, if everything's mm-hmm. still right, like I think, Netflix is making a Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon 2. 
Uh-huh. Netflix is. Uh-huh. Um, and the thing about it is, is that the company wanted Netflix first day and also theater runs. Well, Regal, AMC, Cinemark, they're not going to show it. Uh-huh. They're not they're not going to show the movie because they're like you're taking away from our business. Even if we give the space up for the theater to watch this movie, mm-hmm. no one's going to see it. So yeah. that's going to hurt from other movies that are just yeah. theater exclusive at that point. Now, getting getting the same day kind of treatment, I want that gone. Like let's not talk that. Do you think Netflix can make a movie that can compete at a box office. Like, level. and it doesn't even, yeah, it, to the point of, say, a Netflix movie was facing Robocop yeah. 2. Robocop mm-hmm. 2 coming to the theater because yeah. I don't want to go with like Mad Max or right, something huge. Something, something huge. Something, I'm going to just go regular yeah. movie. Something like Tomorrow Man, a, th- a $30,000 Yeah, a $30,000 weekend. I think it's got it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, do you think. We'll ever get to a time where Netflix will release a movie on a Friday, just like a movie will come out, and the Netflix movie will win at the quote-unquote box office. Like, the movie won't get views. Uh Or or the movie in theater won't have enough, because the only way you can really tell is, A, it's going to take a dip in a movie. You know what yeah. I mean? Like if yeah, Netflix the movie was yeah, like money wise. So instead of yeah. making thirty million or thirty thousand, it'll just make twenty thousand. <laughs> um, but will we get to it where Netflix can be like, oh yeah, well, we had over twenty million views opening uh-huh. weekend. You know what I mean? Do you think we'll ever get there? I think so. You know, the Netflix could be the uh, the savior of uh, straight to. Video-ish. Straight to video, so to speak. I mean, right. granted, you have other sort of independent films that can go there, and, and you know, obviously they can thrive because that's uh, low a huge budgets, platform. Low, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they but make I mean, their um, money by just selling. I think those you know, in, in the off season, so to speak. You know, right. the the slow time from, from like August to December, stuff March like that. to May. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I think February, January. I definitely think January would be a great month oh, yeah. for Netflix movies. And even probably December, too, with the holidays. Yeah, I mean, agreed, because bit. family's there. I mean, even though you get like a couple that. good things, like, around Christmas time and right. whatnot, but still, like, you know, a lot of people are just home because they have family right. or whatever, so. Right. I think, I think there could be a, with the right movies and the right, the advertising would be kind of the trickiest part, I guess, so right. to speak. I would advertise in theater. I'd still make a trailer because yeah, the trailers we, uh, yeah, come you're with still the movies. Do that, yeah. You know what I mean? Right. So if you have a production company, say, and this is just because uh-huh. it's the first on my name, uh, Ghost House. Ghost yeah. House made Poltergeist. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ghost House could produce a Netflix film, but also yeah. this, you know, a movie, theatrical movie. Yeah. Throw the trailer on that one mm-hmm. at the beginning, right? Exclusively on yeah, Netflix. Yeah, Boom, go. What about you, Brookie? Um, I think that it would be very hard to get there because Our ultimately, very, very, um, ultimately, one you couldn't, you wouldn't be able to make the money, right? Two, even if you did downloads or views, 
you can't go, okay, well, there was 10 people sitting in the room or there was three right. people sitting in the room to watch. You can't hide behind those phony numbers. Those play, numbers don't count for people with two TVs in their house. Or, on, yeah, Ron. I mean, it, it'll, it would just be very interesting. Right. I don't think that we'd end up going that way because all I keep on thinking about is when, um, what's the movie that came out? Interview? Yeah, when that oh. came out and how they were like, okay, well, we're going to release it to where people can buy it. Right. Yeah. And they didn't even come close to even, you know, what right. the number numbers. Wasn't the budget. Right. right. It wasn't even close. Right. So, I, I mean, that's the really only thing that I can, like, think of or go off of. So. But what was really essy about that um, is the fact that. They were going back and forth. They yeah, were, right. So oh, it's in theater. It's not in theater. It's yeah. in theater. There's no production, like, or right. there's no commercials or trailers. Right. Like, I, I mean, I get that. I get that. I just, I don't think that that's, we're there yet. I don't right. think that they know how to market that yet so to be successful. Yeah, I can see that. I just, I think that they need to figure out how to advertise. successfully market it and advertise it right. to where it would benefit them. Do you think we could get to a point where, because I mean, people are making movies and stuff like that. Who yeah. knows if it's going to be bigger? Like Adam right. Sandler has a comedy. He's making it exclusively for Netflix. Uh-huh. Uh, Joe Dirt 2 is coming straight yeah, yeah. to Crackle. Yeah, I said it. Uh-huh. Straight to Crackle. Amen. I mean, but these movies are just going to get the whatever views. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but do you think you personally think there could be a movie? Okay, let me let me put it this way. If Nicholas Sparks mm-hmm. had an exclusive deal, just a one movie deal, it's going to be released Friday. Mm-hmm. And it's also competing with another movie that you're kind of interested in. Nothing like that. No, I'd be sitting at home. Nicholas Spark did the note. Would you go to both for that weekend or would you? Because like my thing is. I'd probably end up going to both because ultimately, like we've we've had this discussion before. I love watching movies at home. I really Mm do. Right. And it's very nice and relaxing to be able to sit in your home and be able to enjoy that. Right. But at the same time. The theater is an experience. Right. Right. It's and you're considered as going out. Right. You know what I mean? Like I'm getting out of the house. I'm going to you know. Right. Overall, like as much as I would like to, and I'm sure that there become that there's theaters that are very close. Right. To you know, or you know, in a house is very close to what a theater is or can project and all of that jazz. Yeah. But one, I don't even have the money to come close to it. So. Yeah, I'm going to go to the theater. I'm going to choose to go to the theater. I think so. And I think this is also another way for um, production companies and whatnot to cut costs. Yeah. Uh, you know, because they can sell it to Netflix for 10000 or whatever it is mm-hmm. for them to stream it or whatever. Right. Whereas they got to pay like, you know, uh, well, the, the, you the know however much for, you know, like the theater money. has to get the money right. or whatever, you know, like it, co- you know, to get it out into these theaters, right. you could have, you don't have to deal with like, uh, smaller movies working on like limited release, right? You mm-hmm. know, a couple weeks in a row to right. getting to everywhere, kind of thing, you know. And I also think, um, you know, it opens it up for. I mean, how many people do we know that have children and stuff like that? Where like, I don't see anything until it comes to Netflix or you know hits Redbox kind mm-hmm. of thing, you know. Now I have something for you or in you. Hey, okay. how you doing? Sure, why not? Because I would. I it just popped in my head because I saw it, but. What if 
a movie was going to be released simultaneously, like say yeah. ne- like Netflix cut a deal with the theaters. Mm-hmm. Um, like we're like, okay, we'll let you have the first weekend, mm-hmm. and by next Friday, a it's movie a will hit Netflix. Now, so wait, it's going to a theater first. It's going to a theater first okay. for a week. Yeah, you'll get the first week's money, mm-hmm. and then. Uh, I don't know wide how release I want to kind of yeah definitely wide release okay. I want to kind of make this weird this is why I say this mm-hmm. especially for you because I feel like yeah. we're in the same boat in here because yeah, yeah. I know what I would do mm. it, uh, never mind we'll do it this way <laughs> no, no 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 listen no. a movie is released simultaneously theater yeah. and Netflix mm-hmm. would you still go to theater to see it instead of go, just going home to watch it on Netflix it depends on the movie that's why I was about to ask what yeah. if it was Bill and Ted 3 what would you do I'd be at home. Okay. I, I think at home. Oh, wow. Okay. okay. Yeah, I think I'm so. Going it could be like, it yeah. would be fun in theater, but theater. at the same time, like, it, it feels like, I mean, it's going to have to be, that's a, then going to depend Depends on the trailer. On the trailer for right. Okay. Because, I mean, like, something with a, a, a long time sequel, mm-hmm. so to speak, you know, like a Dumb and Dumber 2 or this, you know, where, like, it's a bit of a gamble. You know, like yeah. if it's going to pan out or if not. So I mean, like, dumb and dumb or you would style, feel yeah. better getting some snacks or whatever, watching it at home. Right. You know, or even, you know, VOD kind of thing, you know, right. four bucks or something, then going and spending 20 bucks right. for the whole shebang at the theater. Let's say, because of how you feel about it yeah. so far, a different kind of scenario, you know. but this happens with TV shows all the time. What if uh, Netflix instead did a season two, they did a Daredevil movie? See something in theater act, like an action. Action, thing. I'm saying going yeah, to theater. 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 Yeah, you're going to want action in a the theater. Okay, that's cool. So it really yeah. depends the type, the type of movie, of movie yeah. theater. Yeah, like, uh, uh, not movie theater, type of movie. Yeah. And I mean, just like we've talked about before, there's some that are worth going to the movie theater and seeing an IMAX yeah. right. versus in a regular. That's very true. So right. to me, it just depends on the movie. Like if it's a Nicholas Sparks. I'll be sitting at home. Yeah, let me see that big screen. No, um, no, I would, I would see it at home. I would see it at home. Okay. But like, if Harry Potter came back out, you know, I'd be going back to theater. Yeah, oh god, yeah, yeah. I'd see Harry Potter again in theater. I, I would. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Well, that's awesome. That's awesome. Well, uh, good conversation, guys. Thank yeah. you for that. Mm-hmm. Um, now let's get into uh, some reviews. Hey guys, producer Mr. Podcast here. Just wanted to let you know, I'm uh, just going to play the listener voicemails here first, and then we'll go into our in-studio reviews. Enjoy. Hey man. Hey, lo- love the show. Uh, uh, long-time listener, first-time caller. Uh, this is uh, uh, Tug, Tug, Tug Johnson. Um, just want to say uh, I, I want to leave a review for Tomorrowland. Uh, it was a great, wonderful movie, you know, uh, uh, George Clooney was really good in it, man. I, I like that. Fe- I like that fella. It was really, really good. Um, enjoyed it. Lot, lots of movies about inventions and, and jetpacks. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it was really good. Um, you know, uh, it, it was a little confusing at times because you know he's in love with a little girl, but I'm like, he might be a little kid toucher, but he George Clooney, so you know, uh, uh, he's flying in a jetpack. It's cool because he's going to Tomorrowland. But overall, I mean. It wasn't no waste of no money because I found out that uh, Walt Disney is from space, you know, and that's why he got Tomorrowland. But, uh, you know, you guys should definitely check it out. I, I heard Mofa, uh, the director, really loves George Clooney, so maybe he should watch all George Clooney movies, you know, um, maybe do like a George Clooney kind of 
uh, marathon night. You know, you, you guys can review George Clooney every day on your show. And each episode, I mean, we would appreciate that, you know. Uh, he's a good-looking guy. He doesn't age a lot, you know. Maybe maybe Mofa can start off with, like, maybe uh, uh, the, the movie called, uh, uh, you know, Attack of the Killer Tomatoes or Tomatoes. Depends on how you say it, if you're from England or something. But maybe move on to other movies like The Peacemaker, you know, uh, uh, maybe review Ocean's Eleven, Ten, Thirteen, Twenty, uh, uh, Fifteen, uh, Fourteen. I- I'm just naming numbers, you know. Uh, I like to do that sometimes. Uh, I have a gambling issues. Uh, aside from that, maybe he can also watch, like you know, uh, the other George Clooney movie, uh, you know, uh, Floating in Space. Um, I heard of, I've seen that one. That's pretty good too. You get an award because George Clooney is the best American in the world. You know, I, I know both of them agree with me at all times on this, because he loves George Clooney, I heard, you know, uh, aside from that, um, you know, the other people in the show, uh, in, a, in, a, in a movie, uh, uh, Tomorrowland, it's not bad, Tim McGraw's in it, too, we, he sings country, he, he's, he's really fit, he's got a fit body for, uh, for an old guy, you know, he's got a bit of a big head, but, you know, uh, I like it, uh, it was, it was shot beautifully, uh, the computers don't, don't look like computer images, it looks real, so, uh, you know, I feel like it's a touch of with my screen, um, I didn't watch a 3D movie because, you know, it, it hurts my eyes and my ears, you know, um, this is all 3D. Uh, I'm not a fan. Yeah, you got to pay extra for a 3D movie, you know, like, like maybe, maybe three bucks extra just to, you know, so you can wear the, the sunglasses, but I don't wear the sunglasses because it hurts my eyes too, you know, it pinches my, my nose and, and sometimes, you know, it just feels like, you know, uh, kind of like, uh, you know, uh, gives me headaches, you know, and, and then I start looking like, like a hipster or Buddy Holly or something. Hey, hello? Is this a movie show? Is this a movie show? Hey, man. I listen to y'all show. It's really good. But y'all gotta put some black-ass movies up in there. All the movies y'all talk about, white movies. It sucks. Man, you gotta watch that movie called Chocolate City. That's a good movie. It's about chocolate in the city. And they're not chocolate everywhere. Motherfuckers with diabetes got chocolate. Children got chocolate. Lola, granddad got chocolate. You know what I'm saying? Mama got chocolate. Yeah. Old people. Chocolate. It's Chocolate City. It's a good city. Man. For real. Y'all need some black movies. Like Malcolm X or Ahmadiyya Goes to Jail or uh, uh, the other movie, uh, Uncle Ben Goes to Heaven or uh, Ahmadiyya Goes to Williamsburg at Bush Gardens. You know what I'm saying? That's all about diversity, man. It's a 2015. Gotta have them black movies over there. Get your diversity listenership up. You know what I'm saying? All right. Holla. Oh, oh. Oh, by the way. This is Jonas. Jonas Finkelstein. All right. Hi. My name's Steve. Steve Slowbrain. I watched the movie. It's like, it's Tomorrowland, and it was good. It gave me good, good feelings inside my head. I like it. Yeah, yay, yay, yay. Okay, I'm going to go now. Yeah, bye. Hey, how's it going? Uh, this is Manny. I'm a uh, uh, 
first-time listener, long-time caller. Uh, just want to say, man, I got to tell you, I saw this movie, Mad Max. Oh, my God, it was amazing. I mean, I walked out of that movie, and I felt like a man. I felt like I've added girth and length to my Mad Max from watching that movie. There's, that movie is just the tits, I got to tell you. You know, and it's, it's another thing, too. This movie, you know what? It, it's good. It's good. You, you, it's something you would expect out of Mad Max. It's just a lot of driving the whole fucking time. I mean, wow, driving here. Hey, let's drive over here. Hey, let's drive over there. Hey, look, there's sand. Hey, there's some more sand. Oh, look at that. There's some more sand. Oh, I got sand. But you know what the amazing thing is? No sand got in people's eyes. People in the future, in a post-apocalyptic future, don't get sand in their eyes, you know? Uh, and overall, I would give this movie like a, like a, like a, like a hundred out of ten, you know, because it's just, just that great. The musical score, it just keeps following you around. I mean, literally, follow you around. If you've seen the movie, you know what I'm talking about. There's some disturbing scenes, you know, like the super, super late term abortion, but hey, you know what? Shit happens, man. You know, one time you're driving around, you got a pregnant bitch, bitch fall off the truck, abortion. You know, it sucks. It happens. I'm sorry. That was very insensitive of me. But other than that, you know, um, I gotta say, uh, uh, the acting was great. Uh, um, uh, Tom Hardy, he looking really hard up in there. You know, I mean, he he was. I mean, he really didn't look mad. He just looked kind of like you know, like staring or or like kind of serene or like calm. He looked calm. He wasn't. He didn't do no mad face, no angry face. He looked very very calm. You know, he he looked normal or regular. You know, uh. uh, uh the, the the bitches, the white bitches in there in the, in the white clothes, they look all right. But, like, you know, I got to tell you, though, that girl, though, Charlize Theron, man, that's my boo right there. I mean, that bitch got one arm, and I, man, I, man I'm, I'm into that. I mean, she she ain't got no arms and legs. I'm, I'm into that, too, man. I mean, you know, that's how hot this woman is. You know, balls with no arms. Oh, man. Oh, man. Stick a fork at me. I'm done. You know, I, I get that bitch pregnant just so she can be mine, you know? That's all that is. You know, like, and, 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 and overall, I, I say I would give this movie, like, like, a hundred out of a thousand, yeah, because that sounds like a good number to think of, you know, just, um, just to express my gratitude and my, my, how, how pleased I am with the way this movie came out. So, you know, I, 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 I would give it like that. I, maybe, you know, I'm too conservative. I'll give it like, like, maybe 10 million out of a million. I mean, uh, 10,000 out of a million? Yeah, that sounds more like it. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll go with that, that rating. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Definitely go see it. Uh, yeah. You've had a hell of a weekend of Plus home viewing. A, uh, home viewing and, well, and... You um, the theater? Well, I, I saw Mad Max basically the night we released the last episode. Oh, so you never reviewed it. And I don't know what you guys said about it, but I assume you, he doesn't you liked listen it. You to said, our stuff. Well, you said you liked it. I, well, I didn't want I didn't want anything spoiled okay. when I was okay. editing it. So I was like, you know, oh, gotcha, 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 I want to gotcha. wait, you know. Okay. So, okay. so what'd you um, think? It was amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, it, it's so funny. Like, afterwards, you see all the, the, the jokes and everything about it. Like, here's the plot of the movie. You go up, you turn left, you come back. Right. You yeah. know, whatever. Right, 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 right. And all this. But, I mean, the, the, the set design, the, the, the everything, the presentation. The, it's a pretty movie. It's a pretty movie. Like, mm-hmm. when, you know, all the different stories you heard, like, they just went in with a bunch of storyboards. They didn't have, like, a real script, per se, or whatever. Right. Like, it's amazing what they did. And, um... If anybody finds the guitar bass uh, flamethrower thing on eBay or whatever, um, you need shoot me a link. 
I like it. You know, that's it's going in the collection. Oh yeah, it is. Um, I, since you didn't get to hear yeah. it, my review was after I saw it, I really yeah. liked it. I did like it. I yeah. liked it a lot, but I didn't get that love, and no. I didn't really realize until I had a conversation with other people, and it was mm. like it was very simplistic plot. Oh, yeah. wise. and I get what you're it, saying with the storyboard they didn't have, no. but like, but I think like. That's where it thrived at the, at the same time. Like, right. everything's very simple. It's laid yeah. out. There's nothing to read into. Yeah. This is what's going on. But also, for me, I don't know if you did it. Did you see the original Mad Max and Road Warrior? I know I've seen one of them. Uh-huh. Like, what, I don't know which one it was or whatever. I, I feel one of my big complaints mm-hmm. was we were told we don't have to see it. And I agree. Yeah. You really don't have to no, see right. it. But I think I would world, appreciate story, it so way speak. more. Well, it takes place between two and three. Uh-huh. Uh, Thunderdome and Road Warrior. Okay. It takes between them. But I really do think I would enjoy the character of Mad Max and the other characters mm-hmm. if I did see those. Right. Do I like the movie? Yes, I do. Would I own it? Yes, I will. Yeah. Will I see it again in theater after I watch the other two? Yes, I will. Yeah. Um, but I'm glad you loved it. I think that's yeah. really cool. Mm-hmm. You know I mean? mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. Because there's not any hate for the movie. I no. have no hate. <laughs> I mean, there is no hate for the best, people. The, the <laughs> best thing I saw was like, uh, it was Friday or Saturday. I think it was Saturday or whatever, because it was maybe while we were sitting at Comic-Con or whatever. Right. And I'm going through my Twitter, and Kamel Nanjani, uh, a comedian that I like and follow, mm-hmm. he was like, I think it's easier to be pro Bill Cosby at this point than to hate Mad Max. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like that's about that's right. about right. Yeah. yeah. No, I agree with that. <laughs> um, what other things did you watch over the weekend? Um, all right. Well, let's see. What do we start? Because I'm going to be honest. My thing's going to take a, a quite it's a bit It's going to be okay. a long right, discussion. Well, um, a movie that just recently came out... Um, VOD, VOD mm-hmm. platforms, so to speak. So, like, you can rent it on Xbox. You can get it on, like, DirecTV and whatever else. Because um, I've been listening to uh, Corolla's podcast, two of them. Oh, okay. Um, one of them's CarCast. It's centered around cars and, cars and all that. And the other mm-hmm. one's Adam and Dr. Drew. But uh, mm-hmm. he's he had two movies come out here just recently. I watched um, the more recent one, which is a documentary he made. On Paul Newman, and uh, specifically more of his his, his racing career, mm-hmm. uh-huh. and it's called "Winning the Racing Life of Paul Newman." Okay, and it was it was his first documentary he made for right. one, which and it's just um, it's beautifully done. It's shot, you know, the footage and everything he got, the interviews with everybody. I mean, uh, he talks to everybody. I mean, he read um, Robert Redford, uh, right. Bob Sharp, and uh, you know everybody that was kind of involved with. Um, or that interacted with Paul Newman, you know, on the track in some form or sense. Right. And it's just a really interesting um, story because you get a lot of that uh, thing. You get how he went into the salad dressing game. Get like, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah like, yeah, you, you know, at one point he's like, he was mm-hmm. really into that. Popcorn, so, like, you know, it was like, um, well, I guess like all that started with the salad dressing. That was like, you know, he was a big fan of making salad dressing and all this. And then they were pitching the thing. And it's like, well, you know, the only way this thing is going to sell is with your face on it because he's already a name and known. Right, right. Everybody knows him, you know, mostly from acting, but he's also more at this point working on his driving career. And, uh, you know, that's just really interesting. And then you look at all the other people that have somewhat followed in his footsteps and whatnot through his love of racing and everything, like Patrick mm-hmm. Dempsey. Oh, wow. Um, Patrick you know, which Dempsey! I, which I think that's yeah. why he's, I think yeah. that's why he's gone. He has, he has a... He has who's a, gone? 
Patrick Dempsey's gone from Grey's Anatomy, isn't he? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, so he could go race? Yeah. He had, that was he one like, of the many reasons. He has, um, he, uh, what? He has a Formula One team or whatever. Yeah, he's a, he he's, wanted to race, but it was more Tony so... Stark! It was more kind so he's um, in the midst of a divorce, and he wanted oh, to get out of all of that and just wanted to focus on racing. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Not first, you're last, okay? Yeah. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. racing's a good focus because he's going through that divorce. Like, um, right. they touch on when Paul Newman's kid died. Oh, God. And he said, you know, how, like, his team crew and stuff were like, you know, if you want to take some time off, we can understand. It's like, no, like, if you can put me in the race car five days a week, you know, practicing, doing whatever. This is what keeps me do going. It. Yeah. Yeah. Like, the focus. Well, you that was like a lot race. of people that had uh, issues with uh, Junior. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. he he raced oh, the he next weekend. Right mm-hmm. yeah. And he was like, like uh, "This is where this is my home. This is where I feel comfortable." Yeah. And plus, right. like when you're focused on yeah. driving, that's all that you're doing. Okay, so not to give a lot more to right, go, right. but this is on Netflix. No, not no, on no, Netflix. No, no. It's, it's on VOD. VOD, VOD, VOD. Um, Very cool about it. I rented it for five bucks um, That's HD. What I'm about. And the other cool thing, the main reason he's doing this too is um, he's bought several of his cars and he races them and everything else. So. Right. It's, cool. it's worth watching. Cool. It's like two hours or whatever. Is yeah. Patrick Dempsey in it? Yeah. Yeah, they have interviews with him, Robert Redford. Like, oh, we need to watch so many now. people. Jay Leno whatever and everything. Whatever I can like, get of Steamy. It's worth it. You know. Uh, it's um, not steamy. McSteamy. No, it's not McDreamy. McDreamy. was. Oh my god, <laughs> I can't even with you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like you know. I can't um, even. And from what other people are saying, I mean, it's highly reviewed. I'm giving it a good review. Good. Even if you're not like a racing or car kind of person, the story and everything is great. Okay. You know, and Paul Newman was just I like the Paul genuine Newman. article. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's a you good. Know? He's a good guy. Uh, what else so. did you watch this weekend? I watched Jimmy Hendrix All by My Side. Yeah. Whatever. This Starring is the Andre, Andre 3000. 3000. Yeah. This came to theater uh, a little earlier in the year. Yeah. Uh, not this year, last year. Oh, um, I was about to say, I don't, I don't remember. No, no, no. This came out like right before uh, James Brown's movie came out. Yeah, I think so. Um, so and it was just know, kind of a flash in it was the pan. A, yeah, it was an indie, get it through, yeah. get it out. Like, it never heard anything good, mm-hmm. never heard anything bad. So, right, yeah. uh, what, what did you think? Um. Yeah, I said it's on Netflix. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's on just Netflix. Hit Netflix. Yeah, just hit Netflix recently. So this was one I was anticipating because I've watched several different um, stories in the music documentaries and whatever right. else. And this is interesting because it kind of covers like his early career before you know he really kind of ends or culminates with him really kind of taking off with his own thing. But um, a lot of the stories and everything I looked into it to see what's authentic and what's not. And most of the you know it's all based on true stories. Mm-hmm. Um, there's not too much that's embellished per se. The casting's really good because I looked at like, you know, who the actor is playing him next to the actual historical figure. Right. Really dead on with a lot of them. It's really cool. Um, I mean, the only bad thing I can say about it is because they didn't get the rights for Hendrix's music. Oh, that sucks. But like it's early in his, but it's early in his career where he was playing mostly covers anyways. So getting oh, okay. so it's not, it's like he's it, it's not it's you right don't miss it too up. much. Okay. There's only like one or two you I know, think events. that's probably actually why this thing was a flash in the pan. Probably. Because but I mean like it's it's well done. Like yeah. Andre does a great job, like everything's pretty like interesting. Andre. And it's it's good. um you know, it really reinforces the biggest thing that I um remember seeing like a documentary on Dateline or something like right. a while while back on like New Year's Day or something where essentially it wasn't the drugs and everything that really killed Hendrix. 
Mm-hmm. It was society. Okay. And it was like we pushed them to be crazy and out there and all this influence and just kind of the way we would kind of wow. try to get them to do different things and react different ways. Like you see the interactions we would have with people. And he's just very much like a man of the people, man. You know, just kind of like yeah, peace yeah, and love man. and just kind of like everybody be who they are. Right. You know, and, and like people be like, well, no, you're, you're a black musician and like, you know. You're the it guy. You know, Come but on. when you look at how they review you, you're this crazy, you know, you're this person, you're that. They like try to categorize you and like push you into these, you know, right. holes. Right. To speak, so. Interesting. It's interesting. It's Worth really good. See. Yeah, definitely. Nice. All right. Well, we'll get And oh, then I oh. saw Imitation Game. Oh, I rented you think? that from Redbox. My name is God. Yeah, but not that. Oh, okay. My bad. Yeah, yeah. Same guy. Different. Imitation, different though. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> that what was you the, like, don't you? Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> what am I? What? 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 Doing? Yeah. Right. So I saw Imitation Game. Like, rented that from Redbox. Yeah. Really good. This was one of the Oscar noms that I didn't see. Yeah. Um, the story. It's really interesting because you have like a very well laid out like A and B plot. Okay. Because you have, I would say, kind of the main story is the whole right. breaking the Enigma machine. But then the B plot is that this man was a homosexual. Yeah, he was. So, like, that's a whole other thing. And that's what he's like. About penis. <laughs> what? So, I mean, like, um, the casting's Sorry. really good and everything. Like, it's it's a great performance by Cumberpatch. He's the best. As mm-hmm. expected. And um, if you Did haven't you just seen call it, him Cumberpatch. Cumberpatch. No, Cumberbatch. Cumberbatch. Yeah, not he's cucumber not a, patches. He's not a cumberpatch <laughs> oh, kid. Oh, why? <laughs> Okay. He's the guy. He's really awesome. He's great. So you're saying that we should need to make sure we watch it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Even if you don't remember his exact name. Yeah. We'll we'll watch Cumberpatch in the imitation game. Cabbage Patch Kid. Cabbage Patch Kid. See him. (laughs) And we also got to watch that other one he has of the drummer. What's that movie? Oh, um... Whiplash. Guys. Mm-hmm. It's a story by Steven Spielberg. Yeah. It was directed by Mr. Toby Hooper. And, like, it was fun. It was scary. It was exciting. And then in 2015, you we got see a it remake. right out of the womb. Yep, yep. Right <laughs> in the womb. I was watching it. I was so excited. I was like Carol Ann from the original, born in the house while watching the movie. Yeah. But this movie stars Sam Rockwell, uh, Rosemary DeWitt, and Kennedy Clemens. Kennedy is not playing Carol Ann. They're playing a new family. All these guys are uh-huh. playing a new family, which I thought was kind of cool, because they even show in the trailer, the new people. Um, and it's updated, and it makes you feel like it's the same neighborhood, yeah. uh, just, just with today. new people. And it's directed by Gil Kinnan, and I gotta say, Gil Kinnan, go kill yourself. Yeah. I oh, mean, that's the director. slit your throat, because I don't want to see anything of yours anymore. 
Yeesh. Now, here's the problem. At the beginning of the movie, I was in. I was ready to watch yeah, this movie. I was it. excited. You know, How are the trailers? one of my you anti- trailers? Great trailers, most anticipated horror movie, like yeah. Insidious, then this. Yeah. Yeah. And I was ready for this movie. You were. And then I see it, and like 10 minutes in, I'm like, I still like this. 15 minutes in, I'm okay with this. 30 minutes in, I want to slit my eyes. I just want to slit them because there's nothing scary about this movie. Nothing. The acting is so phoned in and so, like, doesn't make sense because I think it's the dialogue is so clunky. The story doesn't really make a hoopla of sense. And what really grasps my nerves here is the fact that it's a remake from the same team production-wise, yeah. uh, not writer or director because he's way better than this, um, of Evil Dead. Sam Raimi produced this. I love Sam Raimi. And yeah. I love his team, mm-hmm. uh, Ghost House Productions. Yeah. And they were going in the same kind of way like how they did with Evil Dead where it's new people but in the same world that we know. Yeah. Okay? Mm-hmm. And the thing is is that what Evil Dead got right is that they used elements the of same the original. Way yeah. Of the original, mm-hmm. but with a new story that was interesting and scary. Yeah, the, this, the story to the times kind of This thing. said, hey, we're all new people, but everything's the same, and we're going to make it worse and not scary. Like, so same it, amount of family, mm-hmm. same kind of scares, same people More to help. A, a reboot like, than a remake kind of thing? A, you could call it whatever you want to call it. Ultimately, it's a piece of shit. Well, yeah, 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 but I'm just like... I don't know how you want to look at it. That's the I don't thing. Know. Because <laughs> I, can't, I can't tell if it's yeah. a remake because you, a remake is really, I'm going everything to. Everything the same. Yeah, take but everything just, the same. And that's what it. they did, except we renamed the characters. And uh-huh. when we did everything, it's not good because it's really backed up behind bad CGI. Yeah. And before Brooke gets into her review, what happened here is that I was so mad and she never seen the original, that the next day, I made her watch the original. You did. To see why I was upset. So not only are you going to get her new movie review, uh-huh. you're going to get the original movie review. Up. And the fact, yeah, it's right here, live. Yeah. But what really upsets me is the fact when I rewatched the old one with her, the special effects are so bad, it still held up compared to the bad CGI that oh, is the, in the special day. effects in the first one look bad? Yeah, I mean, they look like 1980s special well, yeah. effects, right. Ghostbuster special effects, oh, but okay. I found that more believable than the then shitty CGI the that got. I got in this movie, and I was just, I was done, I was done, and it was me, it was you, it mm-hmm. was Jay Steele, mm-hmm. it was yeah. Jay Steele's girl, it was Sean Hood, and we all saw this movie, and each and every single one of us left that movie saying, why did that just waste my time? Yeah. Like, it's not just It me. shouldn't it's have. So, I say, do not see this whatsoever. Watch 1982's Poltergeist. Brooke Hilton, hit us with the review. Um, I was, one, I was very insulted by you saying it wasn't scary because. That's where um, I was great. That's where I really, but they'll get the real litmus test here. Let was me. Was the new one scary? She's scared at Disney movies. Okay, hold on. No, 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 no. <laughs> the reason. I'm going to I'm going to end up calling myself out she on this. She called Frozen the most terrifying movie about ice. I really dislike you at the moment. Um, I'm going to call myself out on this on this movie because um I have a true nightmare fear 
Yes, you do. <laughs> Nightmare, fear, scream. I will freeze. Yeah. I have. I, I will flip out. Yes. Whenever I see a squirrel. Squirrels freak me out. <laughs> right. They freak me out. Ever since uh, this movie. That's right. Had a like squirrel in it that they were making it seem like it was a killer squirrel. Uh-huh. How do you feel about the ice age squirrel? And not a fan. Okay. Not a fan. I'm Second, just trying to get Second I'm trying most to terrifying it. movie of ice ever. <laughs> Behind Frozen. And so the it I, I there I was very scared during that that part. Like I'm not even gonna lie. But there were I get to the scare to the point where I want to like cover my face and I can't handle things. I usually look at, at, at Zach in the middle of the movie and I tell him I hate him and that I'm never going to do this again. None of that happened. Until the squirrel. She watched it all. Yeah, Yeah. no, the only part that I couldn't see was the squirrel. Like the the squirrel squirrel jumped out, it was in a cage. There's literally a scare where the squirrel's like, like that. Literally had a semi heart attack with that. Spoilers. Watch yeah. out for the squirrel. The Ice Age squirrels in guys. So, but other than that, I mean, not really. Like, there was a part where There's I really thought scary. that they wanted it to be scary. Yeah. Like, where they went into... And all, yeah, they went to they the, other to the other side, side. Like and there the were like CGI skeletons and things like that. So and it wasn't right. the 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 older movie with the skeletons was more terrifying. I think than that, and that that was I jumped more at the older one. You did. There was I, more I, jumps. I, I yeah. And that's at our home. That's not seeing it in right. theater. Who knows? I don't know if I would have been That's, that's, right. it, yeah. that's yeah. Muppet-style watching. That's that wasn't even middle. That was like the beginning. Yeah. That, that was like the beginning we of the day. We started our day. <laughs> yeah. We started our Saturday that way. Yeah, yeah that was um, wrong. <laughs> Why did you do that? <laughs> because it gave you enough time. Oh, my God. Um, but... Like, and that was our Sunday. Sunday, I'm sorry. That yeah. was Sunday. Um, but one thing that, like... And granted, Evil Dead had a great story. Like, mm-hmm. it was very uh, reminiscent of the original. And and this helps is that, like, a lot of the terror in that movie was practical. It was yeah. practical. It made you believe everything that was happening. I think, really, these guys went in, hey, we have a budget. Let's use it. Let's just go ahead. And like she said, what they thought would have scared people took people out of the movie. Right. Because it wasn't scary. Like there's just... Less is more. That's what I was going to say. There were parts where they just went so overboard that it wasn't scary. Because you're like, that's just too much. Like the scenes with all the hands on the screen. screen. And this is is nitpicky, but this is just an example of how I felt like it was just overdone to the point of you could have just had like when the mom went to touch the screen and you're looking at it 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 and then you see like the faint of the daughter's hand or whatnot. That would have been more... But to have like... It was just... Especially how cool would it have been if you got to see the daughter's arm and then another hand come and grab the daughter's arm. Exactly. Like that would have been... But But didn't they show the girl in the world like from the TV view... I think so. It and was, was just like, weird. It was just so weird. I don't like this. It and was then it was, like, everything was so overboard and in your face. There was no buildup yeah. whatsoever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the buildup that they had of like storytelling wasn't really, like they did things like that didn't make sense. Yeah. Or they were like, wait, 
I remember from the trailer you saying things that the you know that they know what your fear they is, what yeah. but they, they didn't really talk about. about that in the movie. So yeah. it was just weird. So it's like they put things in there that didn't make the final cut. It didn't. Yeah, and well, I'm just like, but in the see, this is what we also talked about of the first movie, the original, uh-huh. and just like exploited it and didn't do a good storytelling job with uh-huh. it. They took all the tricks and didn't want to lead to that. They just, mm-hmm. here's that scary you remember. Here's this, like the clown. I remember this was scary. The clown right, was not scary at all in this movie. Yeah. That clown in the original was scary because oh they, they led to that scene. Yeah. This it is wasn't just, just off the bat. Literally, in the original movie, there's a clown that scares the crap out of you. Yeah. yeah. In this movie, there's a hundred clowns. Oh, but there's nothing like it like loses its effect. Us, yeah. And you know when because this movie was so aggravating that it just kept coming up in conversation throughout the oh. weekend after we saw it. Yeah. Yesterday and we had a good two hour conversation. Yeah, about we this. we truly did. Um, just trying to figure out like where it really went wrong. Yeah. And I asked you yeah, 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 yeah. the runtime. Yep. And it's a thirty minute difference. Yeah. The new movie's an hour and thirty minutes. The oh. original movie's two hours. Oh, so the original's longer. Yes. And and it has more storytelling. I think that that's That's where it missed, one of the many many things that it missed the mark, but I will say that that's a major miss the mark. My official review of this is, and I quote, now Poltergeist 3 doesn't have to feel like it's the worst Poltergeist movie. Oh, that's good. And that's that's really where it's right. At. It's, I definitely say go see it. the original yeah. one. Don't watch this movie. Do not do, do. Just skip it. Don't worry about it. It never happened. Yeah. This is one of those. And this isn't going to tarnish my love with the original. Right. A lot of people. Uh, what I don't like is when people are like, "You're killing my childhood because of a remake." No, because guess what? That movie still, still exists. Exist. This movie is just a yeah. right. gone. Right. So, and that's what I'm doing with this movie. All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening to Zach's Movie Show. Remember, go to our Twitter at Zach's Movie Show. Talk to us. We post our shows there a lot if you miss it. So you can catch it there. Uh, I haven't done this in a while. Haven't done this in a while. Y'all mother effers got homework. That's right. I'm giving our fans homework. I'm going to post it. Oh, I thought it was going to be. Huh? I thought you were giving me homework. Oh, well, we're going to have to watch it, too. Oh. I am going to post it Wednesday on ZMS so everybody knows. And then by next Monday, I'm going to post on our Facebook wall. And you have to leave your reviews and we'll read it on the show. Mm -hmm. We are all going to watch Russell Madness. We're all going to watch it and we're all going to review it next week live on ZMS, baby. Mr. Uh, Podcast, tell Howard to take us out. Keep going on,